Welcome to another edition of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today we catch up with former Bucknell coach Pat Flannery and former Bison star Charles Lee about that crazy upset win in the first round against Kansas back in 2005. All right, now pleased to be joined by two of the heroes uh, from the Bucknell Bison back in 2005 and 2006. Uh, We'll probably focus a little bit more on the 2005 win over Kansas, and we've got uh, Coach Pat Flannery, uh, player Charles Lee, and uh, guys, all right, let's start, Charles, start with kind of what you remember uh, from, first of all, I guess when you drew Kansas, because Kansas was the preseason number one team in the country, yeah. a lot of people thought they were, they'd win it all that year, and uh, and you guys go in as, as the 14th seed, there are three what do you remember that day, uh, Selection Sunday, about drawing Kansas? Uh, I remember, first of all, just being excited that we were able to get out of a tough Patriot League. Um, you know, there's a lot that has to go into that. You understand that being in that conference, no matter how good of a regular season you have, if you don't win the tournament, you don't get to advance to the NCAA tournament. Uh, so I just remember us still being on cloud nine from a good victory over Holy Cross, um, getting together over at the Langone Center. Correct me if I'm wrong, Coach Flan up in that theater. Good, and good call. <laughs> having, having some snacks, having the, uh, the selection Sunday up on the big screen. And uh, as soon as we saw that we were drawing Kansas, I think everybody went crazy. Uh, um, crazy because we knew we had an unbelievable opportunity to play against a top-notch team um, that we totally respected. And we were also going to get some fresh uh, Adidas gear. Uh, to be able to go to the tournament and travel in. <laughs> spoken, spoken like a true former player. I love it. Uh, Pat, what, what was it like for you? I mean, you, you draw Kansas. Uh, are you worried about these guys being focused? Are you worried about them being overwhelmed? I mean, I, Wayne Simeon, Aaron Miles, J.R. Giddens can jump out of the gym. This was a talented, talented team. Yeah, I, I think more than anything – One thing Charles said, we were still on a cloud and we were happy to be there. There was a crowd there. The support up there is tremendous. And all the people were there. And what I remember is looking around when they said Kansas and everybody jumping around and I'm looking at my wife going, now we got to play them. (laughs) Now, now, like, this is great. Everybody's saying Kansas. So once you get into mode, but I got to admit, like, in in our league, and I don't know how Charles and the guys were, Jeff, but you didn't really pay attention to all those big schools. Like once you got targeted one, or if you played them in the guarantee games early in the year, you knew something about them. But other than that, it wasn't like now where all these games and all. So we knew it was Kansas on the Jersey, but I didn't know a whole lot about them until we really got to dig in. What did this mean for you, Pat? Because I mean, you're a graduate of of Bucknell. This has been something that uh, again, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute here, but Winning a game, a Patriot League team, was something that just didn't happen. Well, Jeff, that's a great question because people won't understand. When you go back to your alma mater, uh, there's nothing like it. I was a kid when I was there, and you just wanted to please them. We had won a Division Three national championship. Now I go to the alma mater. We had been in the championship about four or five times, at least four times, and we had come up short on other people's floor. So when we got over this and we beat Holy Cross to win the league. I got to tell you, it might have been the greatest feeling you could have. Yeah. Because we've been there and we've been so close. So the feeling for me was 
I was ready to take on the world. Uh, <laughs> I just felt that way that we had gotten over that. We had done it with some great kids. And uh, this was for all the guys that had played before Charles. It just felt so good to be able to reward them and to reward these people that had been so loyal. So Charles, you, you get out there on the court and it's Kansas. I mean, let, let's face it, like the name on the Jersey intimidates certain people right away. Like you give them three, four points just by them walking on the court. What, what was it like for you guys? Are you, are you intimidated at all? Are you coming in just feeling like, Hey, you know what? We got nothing to lose here. Uh, for sure. Had the feeling of like, like nothing to lose. I uh, will say um, you get in that type of venue, which we're not in a lot when you play in the Patriot league and your guarantee games are against, you know, no disrespect, but Albany. So some of the venues play and they're a little bit smaller, but they're just as hostile. Uh, I think the crowd environment and noise is, is pretty consistent throughout college basketball. Uh, but trying to overcome that um, sitting around all day. Cause I feel like we were one of the later games. Syracuse had already upset Vermont. So we were like, Oh man, somebody already took the upset away from us. <laughs> but uh, once that ball was tipped, um, our coaching staff had did an unbelievable job. Um, throughout my four years there of preparing us. And so, you know, when you talk about how you feel that first night, uh, you're excited. And like Coach said, we go into preparation mode. And I just knew once we got to practice, Coach Flan and his staff were going to have us um, dialed in with everything that we needed to know about the personnel, about how they want to attack us offensively and defensively. And we just had to go let it rip. And I think as you watch that game, though, there was some, you know, beginning of the game jitters. And then Kevin Bedencourt hits a three and gets fouled on it. And then all of a sudden we huddle up and we're like, okay, guys, game is started now. Let's go get it. And uh, all of a sudden I think the tide started to turn. Was there anything for you, Pat, leading up to that game? Any great story, anything, um, you know, nerves, whatever it was going into that game in Oklahoma City? Well, I think the big thing for me, not – I don't know if this is coaching cliche or not, but I think Charles would tell you, in my, in my career – there's folks that schedule and they schedule W's and there's folks that schedule because of the experience. And I felt that we played everybody everywhere. We went to Duke, we went to the pit, we went, you know, we, we went to Chicago. And I really believe that the kids had been exposed to this atmosphere. I, again, I'm not saying we thought, you know, we knew we were going to knock them off, but I just felt like they had been exposed to the big, tall athletic teams. And they knew that if they played within themselves, that we had a chance. And, and so I think there was a little bit, even though we all had nerves, I think there was a little bit of confidence in there, Charles, don't you think? Oh, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> we, we had a great group of guys. And like you said, the exposure, the experience that we had, like we had some growing pains early on. I remember like freshman and sophomore years struggling through some things and that type of adversity had brought us together, had helped us grow. And I just think that people took to the coaching that we got, especially in the off season, this wasn't like, oh, let's just hang around and just be glad that we're playing Division One basketball. We had a lot of guys that wanted to get after it in the offseason, and you saw that care factor and then instilled with some confidence from the coaching staff. We, we knew we, we were at least going to give ourselves a chance. Well, you had a chance. I mean, no doubt. And in, in the final minute, kind of go through for me, Charles, uh, what that was like, right? Langford, then Langford make a couple free throws. Go through the final, like, 30 seconds of what you remember of this game and then, obviously, uh, the biggest shot in Bucknell, probably history. Well, you're going to bring up a dark moment for me now, but <laughs> I think that those free throws were because I intentionally fouled a guy. Um, so I didn't want to go sure. there. I wasn't listening. 
We weren't going to go there. He was trying to do that after. <laughs> it's all good. It, it made me stronger. Uh, my teammates, that's why you have great teammates. They picked me up after that and everyone patted me on the butt. But uh, I believe I had a turnover. Uh, was trying to commit a foul quick. Like as soon as I turned it over, didn't blow the whistle. Guy gets in front of me a little bit. So then it ends up being an intentional. And uh, like I said, uh, there ends up being a stoppage of play. And uh, what are you thinking at that point, Charles? What are you, what are I, you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking that I'm kind of now responsible for like the momentum shifting towards Kansas. And like now they're going to start to pull away a little bit. And, uh, you know, their crowd starts going crazy. And, you know, the, the game is about the ebbs and flows and like the runs that you're going to go on. And I feel like I had just started a run for them. Um, but our group, as mature as we were, um, as, as battle tested as we were, we kind of just came together and said, hey, let's buckle down. Um, we're going to get a stop here and, and go from there. And then I remember that in the game play, coach had drawn up and Chris McNaughton just hitting that, that hook. And I'm running in thinking Chris is either going to make it or I'm going to get an offensive rebound. And uh, we'll see what happens from there. We'll get back to the show in a minute, but first, let me tell you about our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook. With March Madness beating down our door, DraftKings is the best way for you to get a little action in on the game. If you've not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, what are you waiting for? It's the safest, it's the most secure, it's reliable, and it allows you to safely deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And this week, they're offering my listeners a pretty sweet deal. If you sign up now with the promo code FIELD68, you can turn $1 into $100 if one of the main event fighters in UFC 259 this weekend lands a single punch. That's it. One punch to turn a dollar into $100. And don't worry. If MMA isn't your thing, DraftKings Sportsbook offers odds and promos on basketball, hockey, or whatever sport you're watching. But since they're basically giving away 100 bucks. You might as well sign up now, watch a little UFC, and remember to use that promo code FIELD68. That's FIELD68. You must be 21 years or older. The offer is available for a limited time only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What, what, what do you draw up there, Pat? Do you remember that huddle and, and kind of, again, maybe talking to your coaches before going into that huddle? Well, I, I, I will say, I mean, Charles knows me. My kids know me. I'm a pretty straight shooter. And, uh, you know, coaches get a lot of credit for things, and they say they drew this up, they drew that up. There was, the point was, though, is we really wanted to go to Chris. We ran a look that we go four out, one in. If Charles took the shot or Kevin took the shot or Nice, they all could shoot it. But we really wanted to go inside, and they were patient enough to go around the horn and stretch Kansas out a little bit. And then Chris made a great feed to, to Chris McNaught. But we had done that in the past where we would go inside. I was a believer in post play. But any one of them would have taken the shot and it would have would have went in or out. We would have lived with it because they could all play and they could all they all made good decisions. But we did want to go to him. Did, did, did he call the bank there? Do you, do you think that, <laughs> that was the intent or no? That that's a thing that they learn on the German playground. <laughs> a little spin, a little jump hook. Chris would tell. Now, uh, certainly, I don't know if he called it or not. But you know what, Jeff? It went in. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'll give him some credit too. We've had plenty of pickup games where I've seen that bank go in too. So yeah. he's, he's done it before. All right, all yeah. right. We'll give it to him then. We'll we'll give it to him. But then the game's not over, guys. I mean. No. Honestly, one of the scariest plays ever for you guys must be. I mean, you watch that play at the end. It is like 
a, a carbon copy of Christian Leitner. Yes. Right. Yeah. The pass down to Wayne Simeon. He gets the ball, same spot as Leitner, turns around, throws it up. Charles, what are you thinking during that play? And I have like a perfect view, like, because I'm underneath the back. I feel like I'm guarding the guy in the corner. So, like, I'm looking at this shot and I'm like, this is like right on line. And even now, as I watch, I'm like, I think it's going in. <laughs> and <laughs> thank goodness there was a man on the rim that made it a little short. Uh, but, and like, I felt like we had, we had done some things throughout the game where I don't want to, we outplayed them at the end of the day. So I was glad to see that, uh, it it did go out and, and the better team that night won. My, my only thing about it, Jeff, is I can't stand at the end of the game, no matter how good you are, when guys put the ball on their hip and they want to get fouled. I, I like to move it, get the clock. I went, I should get the right guys on the floor. Well, we had like a 90% foul shooter, um, just the, the, uh, just the hoops junkies coaching day. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I <laughs> he said, that, I know. <laughs> I think that could have messed him up for years to come because he's such a competitor, um, but made so many big plays for us. And I, Charles, I agree with you. I think the, the harder you work, the luckier you get the whole thing. And I, I think these kids deserved it. And the, the basketball was with us, but uh, I would like to see Chris get up on him a little bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what what was the 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 post game like? I mean, Pat, I know you. You're an emotional dude. Like, yeah, yeah. what was this post game and and weigh in, Charles? On just kind of the mayhem that we saw it on the court. Um, what was it like on the court, off the court, the the, the aftermath? Well, my, I, I'm I'm telling this, and I'm going to stick with this, Charles. You. T- the, the guys going into the locker room, my, my son was on the bench, um, who's now coaching at Amherst. He was, he, he was like 10. And he was the first guy to jump when the shot went in. I remember going there with him and holding him and going to the locker room. And I hear all this carrying on and noise. And I remember going in and telling everybody to settle down <laughs> that we had a next game to play. So I'm still in the moment. And I could see Charles and these guys looking at me like I'm absolutely nuts. But <laughs> you stay in the moment, like at that time. Enjoy and it. Was, it. Back to, the, to the hotel. And my wife said to me, you know what you just did? But I think you stay like that. But it wasn't until I looked at this guy and them, and they, they had to be saying, I can't repeat the words probably. <laughs> I had to say, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're well, kids, right, Charles? He's yeah. the coach. You guys are kids. You're like, I don't want to think about who we got next. Forget that. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and like he talked about before, there was just so many people that came before us that are still so closely connected to the program and the community and the fact that we all kind of like whether we had scholarships or didn't have scholarships, wanted to go to play Division One basketball for an opportunity like this. And like you just achieved something great. And so one of our managers, uh, this guy, Big Al, who at that point, how old would you say Big Al was, coach? He was probably 90 at that time. (laughs) So, but every game we had a tradition of he would come in the locker room, he would do a little rap, and the rap was like a freestyle. And then at the end of it, we would say, Big Al, Big Al. We'd jump up and down, we'd cheer. And so we did the same thing. But this time, I would say the celebration lasted a little bit longer than it usually does. Uh, But you're just thinking back through, just through everything you've kind of gone through. It It was a really cool moment. Is it crazy to think, guys, that that this is one of the iconic moments, one of the iconic upsets, the shot from Chris uh, in NCAA tournament history, Pat? Is it 
Is it crazy to think about that and, and that it is going to last forever? Um, I, I guess there are times, Jeff, but you know, it's lasting. And, and again, you, you know me well enough. You've been around me <clears throat> spending that kind of time with these guys. I think there's a reality that, yeah, it's incredibly, it's historical, but I don't think anybody on that team or any of these guys or even the staff ever lets you get too far out in front of yourself. If you do, <clears throat> they'll knock you back and they'll tell you, <laughs> you know, it was a game, we played a game, but Certainly there's times when I watch the games and I see my guys, Jay, and I see Charles and I see, I see Brian Bailey with the jazz and, and these guys where I say to myself, you know what? That was pretty cool to be part of, of that. One of the greatest shows on earth. And then to be able, a lot of people have gotten there and gotten close, but we won. And uh, that, that's pretty special. How, how did it change your life, Charles? How did it change your life if it did? Uh, it, it most definitely did. It opened up some doors um, that, that I didn't even know were going to end up opening up for me. I think basketball as a whole does that. And then you win a game like that. It's a great icebreaker, whether I went to a Wall Street interview, whether I went to a coaching interview, uh, whether I had to reach out to a Bucknell alumnus. Um, everyone kind of wants to talk about that moment. And, and it's a great way to just kind of spark some conversation. But between that, my teammates, between the coaching staff, like we created a bond that's like lifelong and that's unbreakable. And that was one of the coolest parts of making history. I think like coach said, people, a lot of people get to do some special things, but like we made history and uh, that can't be taken away from us and all the hard work that we put together, put into it. Uh, it, it was cool to see the outcome. Yeah. And the crazy thing is a year what, later, what happened to, go, what happened, go ahead, to, what happened to me, Jeff, what happened to me, Jeff, <clears throat> you as someone that lives sports and, and, and Coach Lee as a coach now, um, <clears throat> I think what happened is you're chasing that and you win a championship, you win games and all, and you get to a point. I'm starting to think then about getting to the Sweet 16 and getting to eight, and it just consumes you to the point, like I can say that now 12 years later, but the next year I, you wanted more and, and you wanted to go deeper. And so you spend more time and you, and you think more and you recruit harder and you go – and it wasn't until, honestly, about five years out that I truly got to enjoy everything about those moments. So it just gets, you just get caught up in chasing it. Yeah, I think people forget maybe, you know, everybody remembers that Kansas win, and they almost forget next year what happened, Charles, with you guys coming back and doing it again and, and beating a really good Arkansas team, right? For sure. And it was like the gift and the curse of being, what, a nine seed was that then all of a sudden you win that first round game and now you got to go play the number one, right. <laughs> uh, a, a really good Memphis team. But uh, it, it was nice, even like, again, to coach's point of who we scheduled that next year, we had a hellacious schedule that tested us and actually had us even more ready, I would say, for that moment. And then coming off uh, a, a, a victory in last year's tournament really helped our confidence as, as we went into that next year. But, I, you know, you talk about how it's helped me in life. I know for sure that because we win that game my junior year, now I'm on the radar for some potential NBA draft stuff or some stuff overseas in Europe. And uh, it started to help my professional career um, as a player. Go ahead, Pat. What I, what I, well, he was, he was going to be successful, whatever he did, these, these guys, you get a special group of kids. But what I remember about Memphis, and, and, and I had a thing all through my career I, it maybe started from my Philly days, but I always took kids out with two fouls. And when we're playing Memphis, 
we are trying to hold on to the tiger. And, and my guy here, he has two fouls. There's no way that I can take him out of the game. He's just, he, there's nobody else to, that, there's nobody else that can guard any of these cats. And so I remember him getting his third foul, like probably early in the first half. I think it's the only time I ever let anybody in. That tells you how they were, because we just <laughs> couldn't have them out of the game. Nah. And we lost some momentum because I remember jumping out early and like building a pretty good lead yep. and, and, you know, being in a great rhythm and all of a sudden having yep. to come out kind of broke that. <laughs> Can't do that yeah. against those guys. No. Those guys were no. too, too athletic, too talented. No, no doubt. Well, listen, great depth. I, I really appreciate both of you joining me. Uh, two stars from that 2005 NCAA tournament, Bucknell Bison, Pat Flannery, uh, Charles Lee. Really appreciate you guys. Hope all is well. And uh, continued success. Thank you very Thanks, much, Jeff, for having us on.